Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the stories that bind us. I have been slacking a little bit. Um, and when I say that, I mean, I've been just really busy and I'm trying to get this podcast Wednesdays uh, Pacific time, but I've been delayed a little. <laughs> and part of it may be that it's my birthday week. And I wanted to share this because part of me is like, why am I making something? of this right and part of me is like because I haven't made a big deal of it for so long and I think we all deserve to celebrate ourselves a little bit more and really appreciate ourselves more on our body our being you know make life a bit more joyful and do the things we really enjoy a little bit more and worry less and stress less um, and take life so serious all the time not healthy. So this week, uh, my intention was to do one thing a day for like an hour to really do one thing I love to do that I haven't done in a while. So on Monday, I did Kundalini yoga at night online with a guru Jack amazing because besides my birthday week it's also the full moon in capricorn and there's six planets in retrograde and many people freak out when they hear that because it's like oh my god all these planets are in retrograde everything is going wrong the perfect time to reset yourself to reset your system to let go of things you do not need anymore and start fresh so it's a very exciting time and there's also a full moon going on actually yesterday on the 16th but I think like the full moon you can still celebrate it like within you know two days before or two days after so on my birthday the 18th I'm still going to be doing like a little ritual with a bunch of my friends um I wanted to share this with you because I haven't done things for myself to that extent, at least not publicly. And I just wanted to share this with the public because we often feel selfish or like, you know, a little bit egotistical. And I don't know have such a hard time celebrating ourselves, especially publicly, right? We always feel like, oh, you know, we don't matter. And we put ourselves always last, you know, as long as everybody else is fine. And yes, it's great to care about others, but you also have to. So without further ado, I want to introduce my friend, Juan, who is an amazing guitarist. We work together on a rock opera, Lovers and Angels, with our friend Mark Nijen, and such an amazing rock opera musical that hopefully will come to life in 2020. Um, there's construction going on, by the way, in my apartment building, which is like so annoying. <laughs> Being it real right so with no further ado he has such an interesting story uh you'll find out why he got into martial arts how he almost died and how he met the woman he's about to marry this year and kind of love stories because they give me hope so i hope you enjoy uh, this interview as much as i did and feel free to reach out to him if you're interested in hiring him as a guitar player as a guitar teacher great person Here's Juan. Maybe we should start over. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Okay. Hey, Juan. <laughs> hey, how are you? Technical <laughs> difficulties. So glad you're here on the show. Um, I just, I admire you. You're such a great guitar player. You have, you've got quite the story, actually. You know, we probably don't have as much time to tell the entire story. Um, All right. You know, but we met through um, a mutual friend, um, uh, Mark. And 
yeah, ever since, you know, we've been kind of doing music together once in a while. And you wrote a musical with Mark, a rock opera. Yeah. And um, yeah, I just wanted to hear your story. Your journey from being in Colombia and you came here for a little bit, then you went back, right? Like, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. Well, I started music more like in an accent kind of way because my friends wanted to start a band. So I didn't know how to play any instruments. So I said to myself, okay, I have to learn a guitar. And I did it. My father played guitar. My father is not a professional musician or anything, but he played in family reunions and friend reunions. So I asked him. And actually my first song that I learned was a, a guitar, a guitar Argentinian song that that used that my father used to play so it wasn't like rock and roll or metal or anything like that oh, wow. and after that after a while in the years of guitar playing i started listening to rock and to metal and to all this and through all these genres i started to to learn about all these incredible guitar players and each time i i kind of thought Hey, I know I'm a great guitar player because I play this solo or this song or whatever. They showed me an, an a best guitar player, so I have to be better every day to to overcome myself, to be better, to to reach a new high point. And after that, um, and when I started to write music, and 21 years later. <laughs> I continue writing music and being a better guitar player for myself. I think that's that's a a great thing to do in your life, trying to be better for yourself, not for others. Absolutely. Trying to say to yourself, trying to say to yourself, okay, I used to play this, how to overcome this, what is being a well-rounded musician, what does that mean? What does music mean to you? And because if you want to make only money, I think there is easier ways to make money. <laughs> That's okay. the way you want to do it. <laughs> I'm so with you. <laughs> it was just for the money, I should have quit a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, the money is, well, it's important, as you know, but music is a legacy, in my, at least in my opinion. Absolutely. So if you want to leave a, a legacy in life, there is not only your, your biological children, I think your songs could be a, a legacy in life that could live forever. Yes, love that. Yeah. So that's, that will be a good advice for people that are starting in music, like don't surrender and never quit music. Music is always with you. No matter what your instrument is, it's always with you. It doesn't betray you or anything. And to be great in music, there is a great saying that says, practice will never betray you either. Definitely. So if you practice, if you practice, you will be great always. Yeah, yeah. No matter but what they tell you. It's hard for us because we're such emotional beings, right? And being in the music, um, I used to say that all the time, you know, like any guy could like leave whatever, but the music will always be with me. And so yeah. music will never betray me. But then I, I went through like a dark phase in my life where I was depressed and I, I was really like music betrayed me. It, it hurt so bad, right? Because it didn't give me what I thought it was going to give me the success. I, you know, I wanted way more than what I had at the time. 
and it was just it was not the music it was my perception of it and my expectations and sometimes i think we have to be aware of that to just like you said come from that place of fulfillment versus like just the what it's supposed to be giving me you know yeah and i think that as life music is a path it is Uh, and i think that if you're still making music well that's that's success in a sense absolutely Absolutely. so many people quit because of that because oh I, i didn't make it I, I didn't make a million dollars or whatever, 10,000, $10 million, or I'm not, I don't know, whatever artist, Beyonce, Drake, whatever, <laughs> I don't know, any exactly. artist, Metallica. Yeah. So if I'm not that, I'm nobody. And it's like, I know incredible musicians that could be much better than any of those artists. So I think people need to differentiate between the business and the music path. So what are you seeking? So as I said before, if you're just seeking money, it's, it's easier through other ways. But if you're seeking something else, music could be your life fulfillment. Tell me and about if you have both, it's better. Absolutely. <laughs> and I think it will come. It will come if you persistent and like you, you keep growing, you keep learning, right? Because it's always, it never stops, right? We, we're never yeah. there. So I feel like it's just always something else that I can improve on as a producer, as a singer, as a writer that it's never ending. It's always something else to, to learn, you know, and to get better because you're never, you're never perfect. You're never quite, yeah. good, you know. Tell me about your crazy path about, so you almost got killed. I want to hear that story because that, when I saw that <laughs> on Instagram, I was like, oh my God. What? <laughs> what yeah, it was 2012, like ending 2012. And it was with my former girlfriend, girlfriend from that time. And we were like partying in a bar or whatever in in uptown Bogota. And we, you know, when you have never been mugged or we've never been robbed or things like that, you don't think it's going to happen to you. So you're very careless in a way. You're careless in a way. So we took a cab. And here in Bogota, Bogota is a hard town in safety ways. You know, you have to be very alert. And in that time, I was younger, a little stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so we took the cab and then the guy made a, a a weird turn and then he after a block or two he stopped the car and two other guys got into the car and the robber put the driver put a gun to my head and the other one entered with right next to me and put an, a butcher knife into my belly wow. and they got us into what they call here Paseo Millonario. There's like millionaire ride, something like that. You translate it. It's a way of robbing people. Oh, okay. Here in Bogota, I don't know if they do it in other countries. So what they do is they turn, take you in a, if, if like a ride, they take you to everywhere. Your, um, they take your credit cards and your debit cards or whatever, and they take out all from your ATMs, everything you got. And everything you got in your pockets. And if you have like oh. uh, necklaces or, well, jewelry, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So it was very horrible. It was like three hours of that. And I was always thinking like, they're going to kill me or they're going to rape my girlfriend. Or, well, thank God and the guardian angel or whatever, they, oh. they protected us and they didn't. 
they just were robbers, so they left us, you know, over oh, the place. Oh, you got lucky. Yeah, but uh, people don't know. Only people that have faced death know that. But it was like it was death in our way. <laughs> that must have been so scary. How long after that were you like freaked out by it? Because I'm sure you had some sort of PTSD, like. No? Yeah, it was like three years before I had to, I could take like a cab by my own, <laughs> like at night or something like that. That's something you would never think would happen in a cab, right? You think a cab is safe. Oh my goodness. No, no. Whoa. Nobody's safe. So <laughs> that's why I started practicing martial arts, because I told myself like, nobody's going to make me feel like a lamb. Like, you control my life and you're going to kill me whenever you want. doesn't matter you have a gun or a knife or whatever. So if I have to die, you're going to kill me. At least I'll kill you too or whatever. I know it's very harsh, but... No, you got you to defend yourself, you know? You got to... Yeah. Yeah. You cannot be like that in life. Wow. And that changed my life a lot through martial arts. And not only in the way of defending myself, but in a lot of... It was a new path for me. Uh -huh. So in a way, I I, uh, I have, a, I feel thankful for for that episode in my life because it changed my my life by it in in a better way. Right. Oh my God, I hear that so much. Whenever something bad happens to a person, they they can find a way to turn it around and make it into something positive. And for you, that was the martial arts. How long have you been? Pra it's you're still doing it, right? It's an ongoing. Yeah. Yeah, it's an ongoing. I'm doing five times a week. Oh, wow. Um, and it's been like, yes, yeah, 2013. So it's been six years now. Wow. How do you feel it's, it's affecting your life? Not just physically, but just like mentally? And, and... Well, it, it keeps you focused. Right. It, it, I mean, I quit drinking because of that. I have no... My life has changed a lot. Uh, now I feel stronger. Now I know how my body's feeling in a way, you know, like, okay, I shouldn't have eaten these or have to sleep better. Right. Or my, my arms are stronger than this part of my body or this part of my body needs working. It also makes you feel more spiritual, makes you appreciate life. You know, it's, is the true, I don't know if democracy, but balance. You know, when you fight hand to hand with another person, it's like you don't have like any power or any money or anything. It's like you're stripped down to your ability, mm. and you know people. You know who is a coward and who is strong and who is like weird. People are really show their emotions when you're in a fight and you're in a mm -hmm. combat type of style. That's amazing. Yeah. Tell me about how the rock opera came about. Was it that from, well, from that was, LA and that struggle in LA a little bit? or? Well, that was more, well, my, my great friend, the friend of ours, Mark Wen. Yeah. He had this idea and he told me, hey, I want to write a, a rock opera for LA, a musical, kind of like Rent is from New York. So can you write the music? So I was, yeah, of course. I always wanted to write a a theater piece, something for the theater, because I've always... Yeah. Uh, people like Andrew Lloyd Webber were one of my inspirations as composers, so it was a great opportunity. So I... Yeah, of course. 
And it was really quick. I did it like in a month. <laughs> I wrote out the offer. And I told Mark, and Mark started writing the lyrics. Yeah. And then we, as you know, we started looking for singers. You, you sung one of the songs. Yeah. And, okay, then that was it. That's how it came in musically. And lyrically, it's all about the struggle, all about the different kinds of situations people faced in LA, positive, negative, mm -hmm. like how life changes, especially in that city. Absolutely. LA's a city that is like a roller coaster, you know what I mean? City of Angels. Well, the song yeah. we did, that was just amazing. And I can so relate to that too, you know, how, yeah, how we seek, most of us seek fame, you know? And yeah, of course. It can be very heartbreaking if that's your only goal in, in this town. When you went to LA, how did you feel? Because didn't you also like go a little bit up and down? Like, you know, there were some good parts and some yeah. good parts. Well, for me, for me, it was really emotional in the sense that when I was like in school and college and everything, I always dreamed to play in LA. <laughs> so when I did it, when I played in, in places like the Key Club, the Viper Room, Whiskey, all that stuff, it was like, okay, a dream came true. Yeah. Maybe I'm not playing in a huge venue or whatever, but at least I did one of my dreams in life that was like recording LA, recording LA and to play live in in the strip of in LA, in the bars in LA. Yeah. So for me, it was very rewarding in that sense, and it was an episode of growth to know, like, hey, it's it's now the big the big game, so you have to to have to be better, you know, be better as a musician, be better as a writer. Mm -hmm. And I studied more due to that trip, those trips, mm -hmm. and become better. What made you go back to Colombia? The visa. <laughs> so if you could, you would, you would have stayed in LA, right? Yeah, of course, yeah. yeah, yeah. Still, I, will, I would like to work there for a while. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure you will, you know? I mean, when we yeah. did our show, that was amazing. I hope we're going to bring that to life and make an actual, you know... Well, I'm trying to... Opera. I'm trying to break it to Mark to do that, to yeah. do a US tour. Yeah, that'd be so With the 12 singers or something. Yeah, that'd be so cool. So yeah. how's life in Colombia? Are you, are you doing music full-time? Yeah, I'm doing music full-time. I just released my my first um, solo album. Uh -huh. It's called Madre Monte, and I released my first three singles. Mm -hmm. La Cumbia de los Antiojos, La Luz del Magdalena, and Serranía. It's very Colombia. Uh, is that the thing in, about my country is that it has this horrible image to the world. So one of my main message is to change that image. You know, there is a few bad apples, but most of Colombia is beautiful. Okay. People here are beautiful. The culture is great. The music, we have everything. The climate, all all climates you can find here. Every kind of food, every everything is beautiful. But of course, you know, there is a lot of bad history, bad blood. Right. So I'm going to, I am one of the artists that is trying to change that. And my my new record is all about that, about all the positive stuff in Colombia. That's, that's what I'm trying to do right now. 
So are you also trying to maybe make it in English so that it's more widespread and people can understand? Well, yeah, I have a project in English and I'm doing all the, the opera stuff in English right now. But I was trying to get into, a, I don't know, Latin market, the niche, yeah, yeah. that kind of niche mm -hmm. at first. But yeah, I have a lot of, I have a lot of songs. <laughs> so, yeah. And a lot of them are in English. So yeah, maybe next year I'll, I'll record a new, a new record in English. Or That's maybe, one of the goals. Yeah, or maybe just like translate one of those songs, you know, that to spread that message, a worldwide message about, you know, how great Colombia really is in, from your perspective. That might be great to like get a broader audience to that. Have your, have your Spanish version, but then like also have the, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's a good idea. I will have to change a lot of the melody because Spanish and English are so different. Yeah, yeah. So it will have to change a little bit. But yeah, that can be done. Yeah, definitely. It's a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just thinking because like if you would play that song for me, I, I would probably really like it, obviously. If I don't understand it, I wouldn't, you know, really know. Or like if you could give us a bit more of a picture so that we like yeah. America could really, you know, go, oh, wow, okay. I want to visit Colombia, you know? Yeah, well, the last song, the last single is called Serrania. Uh -huh. And it's about the... It's a medical goddess. Serrania is like the, the one of the mountains in Colombia. And it's about how she's like really flirtous, but no, no other god can have her. So the gods are getting really mad. So her father, that is the sea, and other goddesses are trying to, to change the things. And then they call the western winds, or the really conquerors gods to make her change her her mind <laughs> so it's kind of that story it's a indigenous story from colombia i also put out the first single was called la cumbia los anteojos uh -huh. the oso antojos is the i call it the andino pear i think that's a species in, in english mm -hmm. and it's uh it's endangered species and we're trying here in colombia to to make a change so they don't kill it anymore because it's a very representative it's it's the only south american bear that exists oh really so yeah so i made a song to to be able to make send a message that we have to take care about him oh, I about love that. the bear yeah. yeah so that's that's one of the other songs and many other songs are coming i'm putting out a video in september of the official video mm -hmm. yeah for the next single. I love that. Very yeah. cool. When is the next trip to the US gonna happen? Well, I hope it's the beginning of next year. I'm planning a lot of things with Mark. We're putting out a heartbreak kind of EP because, well, that's more his story, so I'm not gonna say anything about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I'm pretty sure I know what you're talking about, but yeah, we're going to share that later at a different podcast. <laughs> but uh, I wrote all the music and he wrote the lyrics, so we're coming up with something strong. Maybe we'll call you for some of the vocals. Oh, I'd love to. Always, always. I love and as I, as I told you before, I wanted to put out the... I want to do the a US tour with the opera. That would be so cool. Oh, my God. 
my god that would be like a dream come true that'd be so awesome so songs are really amazing the songs are so amazing i mean i can't wait and there may be more songs right added oh yeah we wanted to do a full a full opera with 22 songs yeah. I, the music is already written yeah and the lyrics are too so we're waiting to have we want to collect some money to have them to have it all recorded right right yeah we'll talk we'll make it happen we're definitely gonna make it happen as a musician how do you deal with when you have those days do you have those days when you feel you know down and not so inspired what what is your advice for someone that is dealing with that i think we are so lucky as musicians right because when i'm sad when i'm angry music is my outlet really if i didn't have that i don't know what i would be doing i'd be probably crazy already you know? <laughs> okay <laughs> so I, I channel my crazy my my dark emotions my deep emotions into my music but even then sometimes i feel it's not always easy you know do have you experienced that and how do you if you do how do you deal with that well there was a year like 2013 was a pretty dark year for me and what I did, well, for me, is write a lot of songs. I wrote a lot of songs about the subject in all genres, in all styles. And it was like cathartic for me. Like everything was going out, written it down about life, about everything. And I think music has that power. It does. Like, it really does. You can create it. And in the basic kind of thing, even it sounds cliche. Just do exercise, just eat healthy, just sleep well. I know it's very basic, but it's obvious that they always say this the same thing because it works. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes I think you have to go, like, I mean, you have to deal with it. You know, you have to acknowledge the dark and you have to face the dark. Well, that's, that's yeah. something I wanted to mention too, is that there is this trend that is going on that is like, you need to be happy always. Right. And it's not like you're in paradise or whatever. You're not dead. You have feelings. You're you're a human being. So you cannot be like fall into that trend that, oh, if I'm not happy today, what am I gonna do? No, you have to be yeah. there are times to be sad, there are times to be angry, and you have to allow yourself to have all those feelings. Because if you don't allow that those feelings, they will never go away. You have to let them out of yourself. Yeah. The negative emotions. When you say you went through like a really dark time. Well, it was a breakup and everything fell down because I lost the job. <laughs> I lost my job. And it was a breakup of a five years relationship. I had the, my recent trauma of, of the robbery and all that stuff. And I was like, okay, I didn't have a real plan for my future because I didn't have a new record. Anything was going on in that sense. I just lost my job. I just lost my girlfriend. So it was a really hard time. But you have to make the decision. Do you let yourself down or do you find a way? And it's kind of when someone dies, someone really close to you, like, how do you say that? The, you have to mourn. Yeah. Mourn. It's not only mourn people, but mourn the new, your life. Mm -hmm. You have to give yourself some time. You cannot be like, okay, I'm going to, everything is cool now. No. Right. Have a time to mourn what just happened. Yeah. And it's everything that's going to happen to you, whatever right. is going wrong with you. Time. 
time heals everything. Right. So you just kind of dove right into the music to, to help you. Yeah. Yeah. The music, music has saved me a lot. And yeah. It's what makes me happy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, totally. I think without music, oh my God, I don't even know what we would be doing. Without music or art in general, right? Art, movies, like, yeah. you know, a good stand-up comedy does the trick for me as well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, something Yeah, like, laughter. Yeah, just like laugh it up, you know, because it's so yeah. easy to get stuck and get worried. And I'm mm. guilty of that too, you know, where I just like worry about stuff and I'm like, well, worrying is not going to help anything, you know? Yeah. Awesome. Be yourself. Yeah, be yourself. And you're right. Like the whole be happy, be happy. That is such a, it's such a almost pressure these days that if you're not happy, then you're not liked, you know, because you're just, oh, you're down or because you're having a bad day or you, you're sharing something that's not necessarily all uplifting. But I think that's that authenticity that is so, yeah. needed, you know, because we do, it is so fake to think that everybody's great at all times and nobody has those people don't have any problems because we all have problems it's just a matter of how we deal with it right well it's it's just it's like a social media scam you know because every everybody nobody's gonna like take a picture like oh i'm sad or everybody puts a picture or gives an uplifting whatever phrase but that's not real life you know right. Well, what do you because have people are... in the future? Are you getting what? married soon? Are you getting married soon? Oh, yeah. I'm getting married in December. December 14th, Saturday. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's going to be cool. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is there a family in the, in, the, in the consideration, like having a kid maybe? or? Yeah, I always wanted to have kids. Maybe one or two is going to be great. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. That's Even if people if people say it's not it's not a good time for kids, doesn't matter. I'll have my kids. <laughs> Never a good time for anything, you know. You just yeah, I know. And just, you know. That is so awesome. How did you guys meet? No, she was my doctor. What? In th- yeah, in 2016. Well, again, death always um tried to take me. I had a triple. Uh, epilepsy attack and I almost died <laughs> oh my god that is crazy and I'm so glad you mentioned that I I, I didn't want to bring yeah. it up to your epilepsy but you did you dealing with that for your entire life or no since I was like 12 okay and it has come and gone it was gone like 14 years and oh. then it returned it returned when I was recording the opera <gasps> in LA Mark held me that time, and Josh, my producer. Oh my! And God. then it went away again, like for a year, and then it returned with a triple attack. It was horrible. Oh my God! I almost died. My mother went crazy. You know, everyone was like that. But because of that reason, again. <laughs> so you went to the hospital, or they picked you I up. Went, yeah, I went to the hospital. I was hospitalized in the hospital for. Almost a week. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, for a week. Well, it was really hard, so I started the process again, you know. And one of the doctors that needed, it was a neuropsychologist. And I, she started studying me and we all, all those tests 
And after we finished the test, I asked her out. And now, <laughs> uh, she is my future wife. Because yeah, yeah, you, you wrote me my fiance, and I'm like, oh, I didn't know. Okay, because so, I met yeah. her at Nam, and she's really nice. Yeah, 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 you met her. Yeah, and oh my god, so you totally safe hands now. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that that must have been so freaky. So you've had quite the the crazy little episodes in your life that you know made you appreciate well, yeah. it even more now. Well, yeah, it's a journey. I, I really love life, but I also understand that everything changes so fast. It's so fast. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's like, why do you worry so much? Just enjoy life. And it's, it's a struggle because you have like the economic issue. What are you going to do? The creative issue. But at the end, it's like, you know, when are you going to die? Dude? <laughs> so just leave. Right, while we have it, might as well just live and enjoy it. I'm, I'm so with you because it's so easy yeah. to get sucked into like worry and, you know, about money, about getting placements, about your career, you know, about your health. But at the end of the day, it's like do the best you can, right? And just no, and everything is okay. I, I guess life it's weird. <laughs> it's super freaking weird. It's not like. Oh, you're happy or you're sad, or it's not about your emotions. It's you have to be deeper than that. It's deeper than just emotions, superficial stuff, and all that. Just what, try to. In what way would you explain that? I think it. You can feel a lot of emotions, and it's understandable, but. A lot of that is your ego trying to play you tricks. All, always. It's, yeah. And it's not like that. And there's a lot of the mind traps. Like you gener overgeneralize or you're, you think that like people, some people like if they're laughing, some people laughing, they think you are laughing about yourself. All those kinds of traps or the real negative Focus like, oh, if you go like that, you're going to get robbed or die or whatever. Right. All right. those things that the mind does to you. Yeah. And the only things. Well, my great comparison is when you play live. That's how you have to feel everywhere, every time. Oh, For man. me, it's like that. It's the, that kind of feeling, the feeling of the applause. I think that's how you can compare it. Yeah, I think just doing what you love and being really in alignment with yourself versus like worrying about everybody else, you know what I mean? And comparing yourself to everybody else. That's the that's the trap, the death trap. <laughs> that gets Right now we live we live in a such a big world of comparison. It's yeah, horrible. We really do. Yeah. And it makes sense that we do that, you know, but at the same time that's just the most dangerous thing we can do because we become almost not ourselves because we're just trying to chase something that we can never really reach, you know, cause mm -hmm. I can't be Lady Gaga. <laughs> I can't be Beyonce, you know, um, I can just be me. And that's, that's something that I think we all have to realize. And, and just because we are not, you know, Satriani or whoever, you know, mm -hmm. I get 
emails sometimes from people like, oh my God, you are, you are kissed to me. You know what I mean? And I'm like, that is, you are a star to somebody. You know what I mean? And, and you are a star regardless. It's just, again, a perception, right? Yeah, it's a perception effect. Yeah, you know? It's all marketing. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. <laughs> well, man, there's so many things I found out about you, I think, that are so... You downplay them, but they're like, oh, my God, you almost died. Like, you know, through your epilepsy. That's crazy. And I, I didn't even know if you were like, if that was always, if that was something that happens all the time with you or if it's just very random, which is... Well, it's random. It's, it's not random. It's, I have my medication, so... Oh, got you, got you. Okay. Yeah. But sometimes when you are young, you do stupid things like stop taking the medication or things like that yeah you're like hey i don't need it <laughs> yeah exactly and sometimes it's just life yeah as i told you if i didn't have those three attacks i have not met my fiance and i wouldn't be getting married <laughs> that is just so crazy and i love that i so love that so again what i'm getting out of it is like Bad things are not necessarily always a bad thing, right? Bad things nice. happen to put you in that, get that perspective and also get redirect you to where you're supposed to be, which is like so crazy. Life is very crazy. That is so crazy. Well, it's it's like a, it's the path. So maybe you're you're going this in this direction or whatever, but life needs you to go this, so you can go this and you can go this. So what does it do? But does it take you to change this because you're stubborn or just because you need to go that way? It's okay. Just a little. And sometimes the push could be really scary like right. that. Well, they say when, if you don't change on your own, when you know you're in a place where you need change, but you're, you're afraid, you know, you're scared. At some point, the universe is like, well, you know what? I'm going to do it now. <laughs> since yeah, you're exactly. not going, you know, since you are not going yeah. to do anything, I'm just going to move things and it's not going to be, pretty <laughs> yeah it's kind of like that it's kind yeah. of a teacher kind of thing yeah because yeah, yeah. you're right we're stubborn and i think it's oftentimes also fear fear of like should i leave you know should i stay in that relationship that is not working out or should i stay in that job that is making me miserable and take a leap all these kind of things that sometimes we're just scared you know to 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 make the move because we we love familiar and we love security even though yeah. there is not really a security but it's camouflaged as that, you know. Before we run out of time, I definitely want to ask you, where can people find you? Where can they buy your music? And I'm sure you're pretty open to collaborating with other people too, right? Because yeah, you're of course. Talented. And you also, you, you do for hire work as well. So if somebody needs some amazing guitar work. Um, yeah. So my webpage is juanlich.com. That is Juan, L-I-Z-H. And you can find me in all social medias at Juanlish. And everything's there. And in all platforms, I'm like at Juanlish and Spotify, YouTube, uh, Deezer, Tidal, anywhere. On all platforms, you can find my music. You can also find in all platforms, Lovers and Angels, the rock opera. And I also have some songs of our band, When Planets Align. Yes, yes, we were the band together, yes. That that band is also found in all platforms. So if you want to take a listen, you can find them. Everything is there. Maybe we could play so some in Colombia. What do you think? Huh? Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, I can find it really easy. 
<laughs> why can I can come over? <laughs> yeah, I know. I find the band is ready. You can find some musicians like this. <laughs> I'm sure there's a big music scene in Colombia, no? Yes, yeah, music scene, but you know, there's a lot of folk music here. So here people, you know, people love to dance in Colombia. Yeah. So a lot of, of Latin, yeah. Latin dance music is really popular here. Salsa, vallenato, cumbia. Obviously, reggaeton is really big here. It's still big? Okay. Yeah. What about hip-hop? Yeah, but that's more like a niche kind of thing in Colombia. Okay. It's not as big. And rock. People love rock and roll here. Rock and roll or, me or also metal or more just rock? Well, there's, no, there's a metal scene, but it's like in general, it's rock, especially hard rock, 80s rock, all that stuff oh, is really big here. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. So like having like a, an 80s metal band, a rock band, like cover band, that, that would make like... Yeah, people will pay for to see if it's really professional, they will yeah. pay wow. for that. I ask that every guest, and since we still have some time, what is your pet peeve? Like what really annoys you? when people do certain things, like what is really... To be late. Awesome. I hate people that are late. <laughs> Welcome For me, to Los Angeles. <laughs> no, I know. This is part of my karma. <laughs> <laughs> my fiance is like that, so I'm learning to leave. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm guilty of it too sometimes. I try not to be. And, and when it's something really important, I, I am not. But I've been late. And I also have collaborators sometimes. They're like, oh, I'm just leaving now. Well, they're supposed to be here, you know. And I'm like, you yeah. live like 30 minutes away. What do you mean you're just leaving now, you know? It's, yeah. Yeah, that's one of mine as well. It's it's just a little bit disrespectful, you know. Yeah, exactly. I, I see. I think, I think time is valuable. It's very valuable. If you say something, do it. <laughs> amen to that what is some advice you would give to anyone who is you know i feel the reason why i started this podcast really is because people are even though we have the social media and we are so much more connected than ever i feel we are more lonely than ever i think we, we purposely also don't connect because maybe we're afraid of the human connection because we're used to this whole technology now what advice would you give someone to just like what's your last few words of advice you know, to help people. Because I want people to know that they're not alone. They're not the only ones who feel sad sometimes. They're not the only ones who feel disconnected. Um, loneliness is a problem. And yeah. I think the solution is pretty simple. Get outside and meet some people. Go to see a show, right? Do something yeah. that you love to connect with people. What connects us is like-mindedness. Even though we, you know, yeah. like, we all love music. We all love movies. Most of us love nature. I know a few people who don't, which is like crazy. But urban people. I know, right? You don't like nature, what's wrong with you? <laughs> but is there anything that you feel like from all your life experience so far that you would recommend and tell them that they, they are not alone? I think my best thing to say is don't be afraid. Like be courageous. Everyone is human. Don't be like, oh, he's better, he's whatever. No. Everyone is it's a person. So you are a person, he or she has their issues, their problems, and embrace life, like be joyful. The universe only has like three answers. Yes, later on, or I have something better for you. And don't take things so, so fast, like, oh, this happened, so I'm fucked. <laughs> Sorry for the, <laughs> for 
Yeah, yeah. Let it marinate, as they say, in, in food or whatever. Right, right. It's not a sprint, it's a marathon, right? Life is a marathon. Yeah, it's, it's more like that. It's, yeah, the instant gratification thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Take, take things, take the time. Because right now everything is so fast. People think that everything has to be as quick. No. To be great in something, it takes time. Unless you're like a virtuoso or whatever. 98% of people are not that. Yeah. So it takes time. It takes practice. Especially to you, to young people right now that are so bad, badly guided in that sense. Yeah. It's hustle, 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 you know? And enjoy. Also enjoy. Have some fun. Yeah, exactly. I don't know who said it, but someone said to me, slow down so you can speed up. And that made so much sense to me because I'm normally always like, go, 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 go fast, fast. Everything's fast. I'm learning to just like chill out more and just be like, hey, you know. You don't make a house in a day. Exactly. Uh, you plant a flower and it starts blooming right uh, away. Have fun. <laughs> thing is like it's like energy it doesn't get and it doesn't end it transforms just transforms yourself everyone is energy every feeling is energy you're not gonna be sad well at least you have like depression or something that's a different kind of thing but you don't need to be sad unless you're sick or something you don't need to be sad it's it's a hustle it's like having a bag that your ego is putting it's very basic you just have to have fun and be courageous you don't know what happens. You don't know if your new song is going to be a hit. You don't know if, if you talk to this guy, he's going to say, okay, yeah, it's great. Yeah. Just try everything. I was courageous. I didn't know how LA was. I, go, I went to LA with nothing. I was so afraid, but I did the jump, even though I was afraid. Right. And now I have you and I have Mark and I have all those people that I met and I have three records and I've played everywhere in LA. Mark is also um, a very magical person. Like, I have to have him on the show. That's also important, surrounding you with people that are like that, you know? Like really generous, mm. loving, kind people that have great intentions. Yeah. Because we're all in this together, you know? And helping one another is just almost our duty. <laughs> I mean, it's when yeah. sometimes come from that scarcity place where I don't want to share this because then they might take my gig or whatever. And nobody can take anything from you because we're all unique. This was amazing. Thank you so much for your time. No, thank you, Jack. And I'm so excited for you. Oh my God, you found the one. You're getting married, you're making music for a living, which is amazing, you know? So you get yeah. a lot of gigs. You, you, is it licensing or paid gigs or, or you teach? Like a little bit of both? No, right now I'm in teaching and I'm pushing this as hard as I can. Yes, yeah. So that's why I'm putting out the official video and putting out merch. Yes. And all that stuff. So I'm learning a lot of all kinds of business. You know, the merch business has a lot of... For people that don't know, I'm a business major too, so... <laughs> Your business major, oh, you just mentioned that, like, yeah, oh, by the way, I'm also a business major, you know. Well, that, that's my other career. <laughs> did you do that UCLA? No, I, I did a certificate in UCLA, but I have, a, I'm a business bachelor here in Colombia. and a finance certificate, too. What? So if you need finance advice, I also can help you with that. <laughs> you are amazing. You just, like throwing these bombs out now at the end. I'm like, what? <laughs> when did you do that? Before I went to LA, I did my, my bachelor here in Colombia. Oh, wow. Yeah. That is amazing. Have you applied it at all? Like in, in the work space? Not really. You just for your own music. Yeah. Like for two and a half years. 
Okay. I work for an oil company in different kind of things. And I work also as a consultant for a IT development company here in Colombia and business strategy and all that stuff. But I love music, you know, so. Of course, of course. And if you can make a living doing what you really love, I mean, that is the greatest gift in the world. I also recommend people to learn something about finance and business, especially musicians that are so out there creative. But if you don't want to get robbed or everything, learn how their finance works, especially. Exactly. And always have a, a lawyer friend. <laughs> <laughs> it is. And I think knowing about business, you know, because music, yeah, we are musicians and we're creative, but it's a business, you know. It's not like yeah, that's... the hobby, you know. It's not like you're going after your day in the studio having jamming around. You're like, no, this is like my life, you know. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, you're amazing. Look at you, all the things I just learned about you <laughs> in one hour. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot more, but. I know, I know, I always feel like, but, but I want people to just share what, they, what I think is really important to them and that really okay. is life-changing for you, right? And that could also really help someone else where they're like, oh my God, like, how awesome is that story, you meeting your future wife because you almost died, you know? That, that's, yeah. like, that's another story I will not forget, that's just, mind-blowing yeah. oh i love this so much so we have to stay in touch love you see you love you too okay. a kiss take bye. care bye. bye i hope you enjoyed the interview and got something out of it and got inspired i definitely feel hopeful when it comes to love <laughs> and as always i will leave you with and also don't forget to subscribe and share if you liked this or any other episodes and would love to share it with your friends. And if you're interested in being on the podcast, please hit me up on any social media platform. Van Birk, and I look forward to hearing from you. Have an amazing week. You say you want me by your side. But you can't make up your mind You're acting so distant, so complicated This tug of war got me all twisted What you've got to hide Why won't you open up, open up to me Can't you open up just let it be and if you have to cry you can lean on me just open up give me the